0: Well, hello, listeners at home. This is the Ordinary Church Podcast, and I'm here this morning with Pastor Mike. Good morning, Mike.
1: Good morning, Connor.
0: And we want to just dive right in today to a topic that's on a lot of people's minds right now, and that is parenting in the middle of COVID season. Um, A lot of parents, Mike, you were just saying this, a lot of parents are reaching out and just saying, I could use some help with things at home and struggling to know just how to be a good parent to my kids during this time. Uh, so we want to anchor things in Colossians chapter 3. Mike, do you want to read the verses that you have in mind? I think it's starting at 18. Now.
1: Absolutely. And, and as we read this, and as I begin to read this, let me just say that the supremacy of Christ in Colossians 1 uh, drives the urgency of this family direction in Colossians 3. And so that just, listeners just know that uh, this is rooted and anchored in Colossians 1, where Christ, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven, on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. I love that verse. Mm-hmm. So Colossians 1.17, in him all things hold together. And then verse 18, and he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. He is God. For in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. That, That, yes, that drives the urgency Mm -hmm. of this family direction Mm -hmm. that is so succinctly like staccato machine gun bursts in Colossians 3 verses 18 through 21. And let me read it. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, Love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Hmm. And so what Colossians does is, um, in very brief, says what Ephesians uh, 5 and 6 says in more detail.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, we'll kind of take that then as our signpost and just dive into this this kind of messy world of family life. Uh, mm-hmm. We were just talking before the podcast and saying, what are the kind of common themes that parents are are bringing to you, Mike? And just mm-hmm. what are the things that are coming up? And it seemed like maybe the, the one that was the unifying theme was just, my kids are out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, so could you maybe just speak for a second to thinking about, you know, husband and wife relationship and then, you know, fathers being gentle with their kids. Could you give some counsel to parents who are feeling like they are just being overrun at home by mm-hmm. their kids?
1: Sure. Absolutely. And and just listeners just know that I have five kids, four still are in the home. Um, they're all 17 and older, but I will tell you that I'm a fellow traveler and I'm still learning. I've been married 29 years. I have five kids um, ages 28 and lower. And I'm telling you, I, I struggle every day with being a servant leader in my home and uh, appropriately leading and guiding. And, and these are things that we need to trust the Lord for every moment of every day. And so I just want to say that so that I'm not speaking as some big expert. I'm speaking as a fellow traveler with you that maybe I'm a little further down the road than some of you. And maybe some of you are my mentors in this regard, but we all learn from one another. Mm-hmm. But the thing I've heard most from dads especially is, you know, I feel like my kids are out of control. And let's be fair if I got the whole family in the room in a certain moment, the kids would say, and my parents are out of control. Okay. (laughs) And so, you know, I said Sunday in my sermon that kids will soon parrot what they hear their parents proclaim. And so if the parent is consistently proclaiming the gospel, that's going to come out of the kids at some level. If there's backbiting and fighting, that's going to come out of the kids at some level. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the way your kids turn out is always your fault. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we do give an example and that sometimes our kids rise above and uh, do better than our bad example. And sometimes they do worse. Okay. So God knows he is sovereign. Salvation is a sovereign act of God. Uh, Sanctification is a sovereign activity of God. And so basically when the parent says this, I ache for them because there's a lot of parents that are saying, my kids are just out of control. and And I know these parents, none of us are perfect, but They're trying their best and they're trying to shepherd their kids. And I would say this, sometimes some parents have bought into child-centered parenting and they're reaping the benefits now, okay? Mm -hmm. And so uh, are you teaching your kids the Word of God? Great, but are you also teaching them to manipulate you or to get their way all the time think about what you have inculcated into your kids lives as the way they operate Mm. and a lot of times what you'll notice is you you get out what you have put in okay some parents are too harsh some parents are too easy and so it's good to take wise counsel and to seek wise counsel and to not just look to the people that you know are going to agree with you okay uh but let's just say you go my my kids are out of control what do i do what I tell parents, and I've said this to so many dads recently, is this: Don't be harsh. Don't be too easy. Be loving and firm. But if your kids are under your roof and they're minors, every everything that you give up, any ground that you give up, you can't get back usually. Hmm. And so now is the time to put the guardrails in in your family. Now is the time to guide them firmly, because once they're adults, um, it's just the die has been set even more. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm not saying being controlling. I'm not saying being harsh or manipulative or unkind. Uh, What I am saying is to be a a reasonable, rational, biblical, godly, God-dependent parent that that does lead their family Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that doesn't think uh, that everything they've ever heard about parenting is the gospel truth, that you go back to the Word and say, wait, what does this say about this, you know, disciplining your kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be some limits that need to take place. If kids are going crazy right now, uh, if they're going, you know, just out of control, you know, I like to tell the parents, look, they, they've been cooped up for for six or seven months or longer. Um, this is tough on kids. Yeah, This is why at Grace we're saying, let's open up those playgrounds this Sunday. You know, let's get this going. <laughs> yeah. Because the kid, I feel for the kids because like adults are resilient and so are kids but kids are learning now that you have to wear a mask everywhere. You have to do this, you have to do that. And they can't be yep. with their friends. Yep. And so I just think mm-hmm. be really gracious and, and understanding with your kids, but also have standards in your home mm-hmm. and then work, work it through with them. Talk about it. Um, things like that. I, I, I don't know. They're just, they're, each case is different, Yeah. but seriously, um, you got to look at your own life. You know, the idolatry that we teach our kids uh, comes from our own lives many times And um, if they seem out of control, you know, what have we taught them? Let's just say that you can't find any connection point. You're like, we don't know where this is coming from. Well, life is a spiritual battle and life is a, a battle of good and evil. And yes, there's probably some things going on that are Uh, of spiritual nature that need to be handled. The weapons of our warfare are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. And the word of God is powerful and prayer is powerful. God is powerful. Um, And so I would say parents uh, cling to the word, get good advice from friends and talk rationally and, and clearly with your kids and set appropriate boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like what is and what isn't appropriate in this home. Yeah. Can no, you
0: maybe flesh that out a little bit for anybody who's wondering what that looks like?
1: Okay, well, okay. So I've talked to a lot of dads recently who say, well, my kids are yelling at me and saying this and saying that. And sometimes kids say things just like parents say things. But if it becomes this consistent pattern that that is let go and you just let that happen, now that becomes a norm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, what I'm saying is like to be able to tell your kids, no, this kind of talking – Isn't appropriate. Like no evil speaking or however you want to set the, you know, come up with some family norms. Look, we're going to read the word together. We're going to pray together. We're going to not judge each other falsely. We're going to not speak evil of each other. Um, Moms and dads, you know that if you have a habit of getting in arguments in front of the kids, please don't be surprised when your kids start doing those kind of same things. In front of you. Um, but if you've never had arguments of the kids and you're like been the cleanest parent ever and your kids are still like just breaking out on you, I would just say, look, you, you've got to get your household under control and you've got to set the rules of your own household. Someone else isn't going to come in and do that for you. Yeah. And so you need to set down some biblical guidelines. Let's take some one another's and let's mm-hmm. just address some of those. Let's, let's take Ephesians 4.29, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. Only such a word that is good for edification, mm-hmm. according to the need of the moment, that it may give grace to those who hear. Well, there you have it. There's a there's a, a, a check down right there. Like, is this word a rotten word? Okay, I'm not going to, I shouldn't say it. Is it um, good for building up? Will it build someone up? Yeah. Is the moment calling for this word that's going to come out of my mouth, which causes us to think before we speak, but you know, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. Only what is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Is what I'm going to say actually going to give grace to them? Is mm-hmm. it going to be gracious in their life that will point them Christward? So I think those yeah. are some things. I hope those yeah. things are helpful.
0: Yeah, no, it sounds super helpful. Um, what about for the person who, whose kids are a little bit older? And as kind of maybe mid or late teenagers, there's time to yes. push against some of these things. I don't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. Don't want to read the word. Right. Don't want to be a part of family devotions. Yes, yes. Just, I, I'm, I'm old enough now to kind of do my own thing. Mm-hmm. How would you counsel parents who have kind of that situation going on in their house?
1: Yes, I would give a similar um, recipe just applied at a different age, okay? I've heard this from a lot of dads that will say, my kids don't want to go to church or they don't want to do this or that. And I'm like, okay, so they're under your roof. You're paying their bills. You're feeding them. You're clothing them. You're housing them. You get to call the rules of your household. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's too many people, again, that have child-centered parenting where everything revolves around the kids and the kids get to call all the shots. That's not a biblical model of, of family life. And again, neither is heavy-handed authoritarian, you're going to do this or else. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a a light touch with a firm grip. You know, we're talking loving and kind, loving and firm. And I think that's a very biblical model. Like, you're not going to bend, and there are some guide rails, there are some fences up, and there's a lot of room. To operate. There's a lot of freedom
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you know the limits.
0: And expectations are clear for the kids.
1: Yes. I've told many parents in this moment, I've said, you know what? It's your call. Uh, I know enough parents that have said to their kids, uh, You're going to watch the live stream with us, or you're going to come to church with us on a Sunday. I said, That's absolutely appropriate. I've had numerous as- parents ask me in the last month this very question. Mm-hmm. And I said, if they're under your roof, it is appropriate for you to say, I'm asking you. We love you. We care for you. And I'm asking you to come to church with us. I'm asking you to do this. Uh, and once you're an adult, you can make those choices on your own. But you're in our, you're under our roof. Yeah. Now, what if they are 18, 19, All 20,
0: yeah.
1: and they're still under your roof, and you're still paying their way, and you're yeah. still doing their laundry, and you're still cooking their meals? <laughs> the same rule applies. Because what happens is... There's this extended adolescence that has been pushed upon the American population. And people think, well, when you get to be age 26, that's when you become an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, according to the law, you're you're 18. Yeah. You're an adult. Yeah. But if you're an adult living under your parents' roof, then you need to go by their guidelines. And you should even be asking them, what are the guidelines? What are the guidelines for I mean, that? for example, you know, I've got uh, kids in their 20s living in my home of uh, my own kids. And the older they get and the more responsible they are you give them a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not looking over everyone's shoulders, mm-hmm. but it's because they've learned to be self-regulated. They've learned to live in a household and they know it's what's true. appropriate and good and kind. And, and, if, yeah. and if, if, if you do something mm-hmm. inappropriate, you apologize. You know. Totally. Yeah. So I think it's like, do what Christians do in your household. And I think some households, it's just like anything goes and everything flies. That's not Christ honoring. And mm-hmm. so you want to say, we want our lives to be governed by the word. But parents, if your kids are in your home and they're under your roof and you're paying the tab um, and they're already an adult, you probably need to have some talks about what does it mean to grow up Mm. and what does it mean? And, but again, some people address these things way too late. Mm. And I want to talk to the parent in
0: my mid twenties. And now, now (laughs) the conversation's out.
1: Yeah. If you're starting the conversation now, you're just going to clean up on aisle five. Okay. You're just going to like figure something out and hopefully it works out. But it's best when they're younger to think, not just to plan their whole life out and be again, if you're hyper regimented, just ease up. If you're if you're just loosey-goosey, then kind of tighten up. Okay. Yeah. So the idea of just go by the Bible, make wise decisions, um, and and the Bible doesn't tell you exactly how to make these decisions. Yeah. So just act wisely and do what is reasonable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, trust the Lord and keep praying. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we'll
1: go ahead. Yeah, one more. Let's go to the to the other end of the spectrum. I just want to say one thing about parents that are having trouble right now with hey, my kids are young. I've got nursery age kids, early childhood age yeah, kids. Okay. How do I go to church with them right now? We're yeah. we're in a tent. <laughs> yeah. And and I would just say, come one, come all. At Grace Church of Orange, we've always said all ages are welcome yep. in the gatherings. But for moms and dads, it's really hard to corral little toddlers and and early childhood kids during a worship service. And I would just say this, our tents, the tent outside, it gets a little noisy sometimes, but I love kids, even during the preaching, okay? And parents just do your best, but come, please come. We'll help you as as much as we can. Some parents sit outside the tent, some are inside the tent, Mm -hmm. some bring some little toys, some bring some things for them to write. We give those activity bags with some, some items in there but just come and we'll help you. We'll pray for you. We love you. Uh, parents are always more worried about what it looks like to everyone else. Hmm. And I know I was the same way when my kids were younger. I was like, oh no, I'm I'm, you know, I'm disrupting everyone's worship. Now you're also thinking, but when will I be able to sit and take notes during the sermon yeah. and listen to Pastor yeah. Mike or whoever's <laughs> preaching yeah. and just get to absorb all this? And I would just say, we love you. And we know that you're in this season and we know what it's like. All of us who have been through it know what it's like. And some and then when you get start getting grandkids, you, you know what it's like again yeah. and just know that seasons come and go and they don't last and they are beautiful in their own right. Mm-hmm. And so I would say there's a uh, article I posted up actually on Facebook if some of you are followers of mine on Facebook that you could it, you know it's the idea of just in this moment, keep bringing your kids, keep loving them and it's okay that it's tough and and we know it's tough and we know it's not comfortable, but there's a lot of uncomfortable things in life mm-hmm. that God brings us through that we can look back and say, he really grew me through that time. And, and he blessed during that time, even if it wasn't feeling great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we love you parents. We love families <laughs> of all ages. Please keep coming and please, we understand that it's not easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can vouch for all this listeners. I know <laughs> Mike's here all the time talking about how much he enjoys having families in the service. So. It's really the truth. I
1: want kids to hear the word from their earliest age. Think about kids in the womb can hear the Bible being read by their parents. They can hear the name of Jesus. Now they haven't learned the language yet, but there is something. God designed it. Deuteronomy 6. God designed it. Uh, Psalm 78. Uh, God designed Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm. God designed it. The kids would hear the word of God read and instructed to them in their parents' voice. Yeah. And there is a connection point that gets made. And I want kids to know they're a viable part of the body of Christ and that we care about all ages. And we want them all to love the Lord and to follow the Lord. And, and everything you hear isn't always age appropriate for every age, older and young. But we are together. Uh, we have a beautiful multi-generational church. We want the oldest to the youngest yep. all together. Yep. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Amen. Well, parents, we love you. We're praying for you. We're so thankful for you. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week on the Lord Church Podcast.